We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Baisley, catch me out. There you go. <laughs> nice. Bert Horford catches, kicks, Dort for the win. It's good. Pokashevsky, catch fire, three, and that is good! For the lead, Gilgis Alexander, got it! The Thunder lead by one! What is up? Welcome to the uncontested post-game podcast. The Thunder fall to the Kings tonight by a final score of 103-99. to this, the score is a bit deceiving in itself. It really wasn't a close game until the very, very end. Uh, the Thunder made a, a pretty significant fourth quarter comeback, had a, a big run to cut down the league. Um, to go into more depth, I will patch this over here to um, the Uncontested's locker room session in which I was joined by Jacob to talk about the game as well as uh, draft lottery odds as well as Taylor for a few minutes to talk about um, one of his favorite players on the Thunder. And with that, I will send you guys over. All right. So Oklahoma City falls to the Sacramento Kings 103 to 99. Uh, it was a game that was, I thought, out of hand. It was one of those that Sacramento pulled ahead uh, there in the second quarter. And then even, even further in the third quarter, they were up by 17 um, in this game. And then the fourth quarter, they just completely completely fell apart and down to the final minutes, you know, Oklahoma city kept chipping away, chipping away. It was a, you know, 12 point lead with a handful of minutes left. You thought, you know, maybe this isn't going to be a big deal. Um, Kings will pull back away, kept chipping, kept chipping, got within four points with about two minutes and 30 seconds left due to a nine Oh thunder run. Um, from there, it was kind of back and forth for, for a couple minutes, got within two, with about a minute 30, uh, got back within one on an and one with a minute and seven seconds left. 
But again, Oklahoma City falls by a final score of 103 to 99. Uh, just checking out the the box score here. Some of the things that pop out on the Sacramento side. Uh, he didn't have a great game, but it's good to see from a health standpoint, Marvin Bagley back. Um, he played 31 minutes, was 5 of 15 from the field, finished with 13.7 rebounds. You know, it's it's like teams like the Kings are, are kind of fun to make fun of. Um, they, they haven't had success in a really long time, but looking at their injury issues, uh, luckily Tyrese Halliburton, we got some news that was, that was positive regarding his injury. It sounds like he will be out for the rest of the season, which doesn't say much considering most teams have five to six games left at this point, but, um, doesn't sound like anything super long-term. He's a super fun rookie. You don't like seeing guys get hurt early in their career. Um, so they get Bagley back. They do lose Halliburton for the rest of the year. And Fox is out for the foreseeable future in health and safety protocol. Um, reason I bring that up, it's it's pretty pretty big deal for Oklahoma City. They play the Kings two more times in their next you know five or six games to finish out the season. And so the health of the Kings is going to be a huge correlation to how this team ultimately finishes. Um, you know, obviously they they get back into the fourth slot when it comes to lottery odds. So if the season were to end today, they would be slated uh, fourth best odds for that top pick, uh, meaning I believe they'd have the, uh, at minimum or at worst, the the sixth overall pick. I've actually got Jacob who just joined, who is our uh, kind of draft lottery expert. So I'll, I'll invite him on the stage. I think he wants to say a few words regarding the, the draft lottery and, and where this loss puts Oklahoma City. Uh, maybe he'll do a quick tankathon sim for us, and then once we run through that, we can uh, we can we can jump through the rest of the game and, and the schedule ahead. But Jacob, welcome. Give us a give us a rundown on where this puts Oklahoma City in relation to the the draft. Yeah. So can you hear me all right? Yep, Nick? I got you. Okay. the The locker room app still won't let me get on my microphone, so uh, that's fun. Uh, but yeah, like like you mentioned, the Thunder now up to fourth best odds, uh, albeit they have played one more game than the Cavs uh, and the Magic. So they're only a half game up on fourth. Uh, man, Cleveland and Detroit teased us a little bit tonight, right on the edge there. But I guess Oklahoma City teased us a little bit as well. Um, but but the Thunder end up losing to, to improve their draft lottery uh, odds. So. For those people who follow me on Twitter, uh, every night I do uh, 10 sims on Tankathon uh, to get a good spread of where the Thunder's two first-round picks will land. Uh, Tonight, out of 10 spins, uh, five of the 10 had the Thunder landing one top-five pick. Three of the 10 had them landing two top-five picks. Only two of the 10, 20%, had them with zero top-five picks. Uh, and I actually rolled one and five twice. The, the, I call it the jackpot dream scenario. Uh, one and five came up 20% of the time, the same amount of times that zero top five picks came up. So that's a good sign for the Thunder. Um, you, you know, at the end of the day, it, you're at the mercy of the lottery balls, but you want to get as many damn balls in that hopper as you can possibly get. And you get that by, by climbing uh, the reverse standings board and the Thunder have done a pretty good job of that. So um, they're in a good spot. 
And I think maybe the best news for Thunder fans moving forward is we still have Minnesota versus Detroit and Minnesota versus Orlando on the schedule. Um, somebody has to win one of those two games, right? Like both teams can't lose. Yep, that's that's huge. Do you, do you have a couple of minutes? I've got a, a fun scenario to run by you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, before you run the scenario by me real quick, though, uh, another update on the tank standings. Uh, Miami loses tonight, um, which puts them only a half game up on Boston, two games up on Golden State, and two and a half games up on Charlotte. Uh, that's pretty significant because the Thunder wants Miami to slip as far as possible. You want Miami in that play-in tournament because you never know what will happen in one of those play-in tournaments. Somebody gets hot, and uh, and Miami could get bounced out, and their pick ends up in the lottery, which would be yep. massive. Um, so you want Miami to continue to lose. They actually have Boston two more times this season, I think. Um, Miami has a fairly difficult schedule down the stretch. So you want uh, Boston, Golden State, Charlotte, uh, even Memphis to continue to win, and Boston to or and Miami to continue to lose, uh, and hopefully um, that that pick continues to slide. And best case scenario for the Thunder, like I said, is Miami ends up in the play-in tournament. Uh, somebody else gets hot, Miami loses, and then now that pick has uh, some lottery balls in the hopper as well. Yep, and at that point, your your worst case scenario is two lottery picks. Um, so, so my, my scenario, I just been thinking about this, thinking about like mock drafts and which guys get taken where and potential Oklahoma city draft prospects. What keeps sticking out to me is the number three pick. So like, obviously one is Cade, um, two, probably Evan Mobley, um, three is really hard. And then like four, you take best available of Suggs, Green, um, whoever's there at three, four, and then I think basically I think, you're saying four, you don't take Kaminga, is what you're right, saying. You right, right, exactly, exactly. So, so point being, one, four, and five are easy. Um, two is is likely the big man, but three is like when you're at three, you've got that super hard decision to make on a prospect. Four and five, you're just taking best available, and it's going to be pretty clear. If you're sitting there at three, and Cade and Evan Mobley are off the board. And you've got Kuminga, Green, and Suggs. Who are you taking at three? I, I can't figure out who the third best problem is. Uh, yeah, it's a difficult question. Uh, obviously, I don't think you take Kuminga. I think Kuminga has too many question marks for his game. That doesn't mean he won't end up being a great player. He had, His ceiling is incredibly high. Um, but he's just he's the one with the most question marks left, uh, especially the shooting. I haven't dove a ton into these prospects. Right, The top five we've talked about at nauseum. Um, but it's tough, man, because Jalen Green is a guy that, I mean, he could be a 30-point-a-night scorer in the NBA. The dude can just cook. He's insane athletically. Um, but Jalen Jalen Suggs has, you know, that bulldog defensively in him, is great on the ball, um, would be a great partner with Shea. Um, you know, it's a difficult question, but I think think that's a good problem to have if you land at three right I, I think both those guys are going to end up being really solid NBA players so that's a really good problem to have um for the Thunder I don't know who they pick right right now if you put a gun to my head and said what are the the top five picks in order uh, I'm gonna say Cade Mobley Suggs Green Ooh, Kaminga man I I think so, I, I think I agree and and back to yeah. Kuminga, you know I'm I'm high on him. 
I totally agree. I think he's kind of a lock at number five. But if you were to ask me, like, who has the highest ceiling in this draft outside of Cade, I still may go Kuminga. I mean, just the yeah. jumbo wing, super physical, like, just a cut up, lean, six eight, six nine frame is like, is it's what you need in the NBA. Mm, definitely no, and you know the the question marks for Kaminga are all on the offensive end, right? He's got a crazy, like you mentioned, his body is like the perfect NBA body. He's like built in a lab, right? He his body reminds me a bit, a little bit of like OG and Anobi, which is just that dude's a athletically and just his build, he's freakish. But what if Kaminga ends up just being OG and Anobi, right? That would be a massive miss in the top five. So I think that's why his upside is there, but. I think he maybe has the lowest floor of the five. Um, so so it's, it's an interesting it's an interesting question. Who do you go with at three? Definitely. And, and all this to say, I know we've, we've kind of gotten in a rabbit hole here. We were talking about the significance of, of Halliburton and Fox, among others, being out in the near future. Um, Oklahoma City plays the Kings on the road both Sunday, May 9th, and Tuesday, May 11th. So... Yeah, um, they got the Warriors back to back, then the Kings back to back, and so the injuries of this Kings team, the way that they play, is going to be a, a huge impact. Like if the Thunder win one more game this season, um, they're they're in jeopardy of of maybe being five, Six. four at best. You know, you're, you're right, and, and you're you're taking yeah. out the potential two three. But if you if you win two games the rest of the season, like you're a lock at maybe. Yeah, there's no way they they get to seven. Right, uh, that's way too far yep. out at this point. But yeah, if you win one game, maybe two games, um, at that point, I think you are you're right at five or six. Um, again, the those that Minnesota, Orlando, and Minnesota Detroit games are two very important games down the stretch for the tank standings. Uh, but yeah, you've you've got to lose the rest of them down the stretch. Uh, the hope is, you know, obviously, I think you've mentioned this uh, already in the show before I hopped on, Nick, but Halliburton out for the rest of the season, although he avoided a major injury, which is great news. I love Tyrese Halliburton. I actually really wanted to see him play. Um, but there's a chance Fox is back by Sunday. And Harrison Barnes was just doubtful tonight, yep. not actually like uh, out, out. He was like, you know, doubtful. So hopefully on Sunday, at least one of those two are back, which I think really pushes uh, – towards the Kings winning again. Um, I mean, the Kings should have won this one going away. The Thunder uh, messed around and, and scored a bunch of baskets in the fourth, and the Kings just completely shut down their leg. And that was that was really the difference in this one. But, yeah, you you got to hope that the Thunder can just lose out. Um, I, I'm still thinking at some point they are going to sit Lou Dort, and he will not play the rest of the season. And Lou Dort is like, the culprit for keeping them in games. Darius Baisley, surprisingly, kind of a culprit for keeping them in games. Uh, but interesting thing tonight, Nick, um, Kenrich Williams logs a total of zero minutes. That was super, super interesting. And it's funny, the timing of it, because you and I, and, and I think even Taylor was in on this conversation this morning, talking about, you know, you tweeted last night, Kenrich Williams is like, almost too good to be in games right now for the Thunder. And none of us would have said that in training camp, or even at the start of the season, that like Kenrich Williams is making a huge impact on winning. And I, it's, it's hard to say like, like maybe there was something that was nagging. And although he was listed available, maybe like right before the game, kind of like the Poku thing a few weeks ago, 
Um, something's bothering him. He's not a starter, so you don't notice he plays zero minutes as much. But like, it's interesting. I, what's what's your take on why? Yeah, maybe something nagging. I I think it was more get guys like Deck uh, and Josh Hall and Jalen Horde more minutes. I mean, Jalen Horde played eighteen minutes. Deck played sixteen. Kenrich played zero. Those three guys are are essentially interchangeable in the lineup. So that um, I, I think it was more just to get looks at other guys and uh, like subtle tanking. Uh, Tony Bradley also a DMP tonight, which is interesting because the Kings ran two bigs for most of the night with um, with Marvin Bagley the third and Rashawn Holmes. So kind of surprising that that Tony Bradley didn't get any minutes either. But man. Here, here's the, the the dream scenario is I don't think it really matters if you play Dort or not Saturday against the the Warriors. I think they still lose, and then you rest Dort on the second night of a back to back in Sacramento uh, to ensure you lose that one as well. Yeah, it is interesting though because we've seen Dort as of late, at least like set the first night of the back to back. Um, yeah, w- w- one guy I want to talk about a little bit here, just to get back into the game some and kind of the game flow and guys that stuck out. You mentioned Darius Baisley uh, finishes tonight with 24 points on seven of 18 shooting, three of seven from three, which was maybe the the best thing to see. He's kind of fluctuated throughout his career. It's like he's hitting the three, but he's missing layups. He can't finish at the rim. More recently, it's been like he's he's attacking the rim. He's finishing a little bit better, but he's not hitting his threes. And tonight, he kind of puts it all together. It's an efficient night. I mean, 7 of 18 isn't what you would call like like a great scoring night or on, on great efficiency, but but it's a lot better than what we saw, what was it, a few weeks ago, like 36 points on, what was it, like 25 shots or something? Um, yeah. So it's, it's just interesting to see his efficiency. When he's hitting threes and finishing at the rim, even at a mediocre level, like this is the kind of guy that that could be a long-term starter, although people kind of gave up on him mid-season. Yeah, um, to me, the most impressive stat for Baisley tonight, 7-9 of nine from the free throw line. He's getting there. Like the fact that he got to the, the fa- fact that he got to the line nine times is important. Uh, it's funny, you know, we've been talking about how Baisley needs to finish at the rim all season long. That's been the big critique. Finish at the rim, finish at the rim. And then tonight, with like a minute to go, the guy is, We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need indeed. He's finishing at the damn rim, and I'm like, Baisley, now's the time you decide to finish at the rim when you need to tank? Come on, bro. Uh, but no, he's he's looking a lot more confident, and I wonder whenever this team gets, quote-unquote, back to normal, and you have Shea playing, and you have two top five picks next year playing, uh, 
Um, but no, but whenever this team is back to like their normal lineup um, and Baisley is not taking 18 field goal attempts a game, but more like eight field goal attempts a game, uh, can he be efficient on that low volume? That's really what you want out of him because I don't think for his career, unless something drastically changes, Baisley is not going to be putting up 18 shots a night uh, during his career. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma Money Spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot, and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. Yeah, I think you make a good point there. Um, talking about at some point, you're going to have to have the team that is expected to, to be somewhat the go-forward team, right? And we've talked about this when it comes to like evaluating like the Nuggets and the Jazz versus like the Clippers or the Lakers. Just having a team where the core has played together for a long, long, long time can be a huge different ma- difference maker in the playoffs when you're playing yeah. against some of these other contenders. And I think that's, that's something that, you know, even if Oklahoma city is a playoff team in three years, like maybe they're not a contender for five because those guys need two years to start playing together. And- yeah, no, I, I think that's totally uh, a fair assumption. Um, yeah. So, uh, although Nick, one guy that I do think will be on the team and one guy that, I am, I wouldn't say irrationally high on, I'm just excited for, uh, would be Ty Jerome. Mm. Uh, He just continues to show me stuff. I really like him. He's still got two years left on his rookie scale deal. Um, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think they have a long runway with him and they plan to use it. But he just, he just does some stuff, man. Like he, to me, he is a great bench point guard. He is just like, you're solid, going to come in. He can run the, run the, second unit uh he can get buckets he's got deep range um you know this is his first time in the nba really getting like consistent minutes yeah uh, and i think that helps him as well but uh i'm i'm excited for ty i think he's not like part of the core right like your core three sure. or four guys that are gonna like sure. lead you to the playoffs but he's when you find really good bench pieces like that those are guys you want to hang on to and the thunder like i said they have two more years of ty jerome before they have to make any sort of decision on them. And so uh, I'm I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing from Ty. So Ty Ty is someone that's that's been very surprising for me too. Obviously he was super, super injured his rookie year, injured at the start of this year, talking to Suns guys um, about his rookie year that a lot of people were saying like they didn't know if he had the speed or like like the basketball IQ to play at a high level in the NBA with, with how fast the game is. And I think he's proven that that's inaccurate. Um, second on the team in assists, he's more than just a score. I mean, here's a question for you, Jacob. 
we looked at Hamadou Diallo as a guy that was a great sixth man or, or seventh or eighth, even on a contender in a couple of years, just being a bench spark. I think Ty can put up similar productions in the scoring department off the bench while doing it more efficiently because he has a three-point shot and is a much better passer. He may not have the athleticism, but if he can be a serviceable defender and do all those things offensively, like sign me up to have him as your eighth man. Yeah, no, 100%. Um, his his shooting is awesome, but I think his best NBA skill is his passing. Uh, he had one tonight where he caught uh, like a catch-and-shoot three uh, out on like the right wing. I think it was in the third or fourth quarter. Uh, he caught it and like every somebody that like, closed out hard to him and he pulled like a looking like he's going to shoot looking at the rim bullet pass underneath the basket to Jalen Horde. That was just like a, a really high level look. Um, and, you know, Nick, I think that's something that you're starting to, to notice that I'm really starting to notice with this team. It's a different build than what Presti has done in the past. I think we're seeing, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about this shifting of what type of player he's going after. Uh, the, the long, athletic, uh, defensive-minded player that can't shoot to now the more skill-based player. I mean, look at the players on this team now that are really high-level passers, because there's a lot of them. Uh, you have Ty Jerome, you have Poku, you have Shea, uh, you have Teo. You have, it, it's a very much a shift to like a different style of basketball that's, uh, it, it, it's, a, it's a new flavor, but I think it's, it's kind of the, the new trend of the NBA. This is kind of what you're seeing other teams do as well, uh, where we're starting to trend now more towards skill-based players. And I think Presti is, is kind of on the cutting edge of that, especially with somebody like Poku, who uh, is a physically a freak with how big he is, but still has like guard-like skills. Um, it's, just, it, it's an interesting uh, dynamic shift for this team. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see them continue to go towards that in this upcoming draft as well. I, I think Ty Jerome kind of fits that mold of uh, high, not super athletic, but a highly skilled kind of guy. Yep, I totally agree. And and we're getting up on time here, so I'm going to read through some of these questions. We've got quite a few. Um, we've touched on deck. Uh, yes, Moses Brown is a is a board getter. I I continue to be impressed with him. I don't think his scoring output will ever be super super high, but he's a, an excellent rebounder. Um, yes, Clay Sally, uh, I, I can imagine you'd be livid if Oklahoma City would have lost that one or, or won that one rather. Um, there's a question here, not a question, more of a statement. Russell Westbrook, we can, we can pivot to him, uh, a big time member of the Thunder. In the past, four triple doubles away from Oscar Robertson's record. He's been fantastic. And Jacob, I, I know you're a big Russ guy. Isn't it so satisfying? I think they're eight and two in their last 10 where Russ yep. has got on this streak. Just seeing that once again, like we've seen it in Oklahoma City for a long time. We knew the triple doubles amounted to success, but the rest of the league just frankly didn't. Isn't it great just to see it on another team happening once again? Yeah, and now the triple doubles aren't high scoring and the assist numbers last was it last night, 14, 20, 24. Um just ridiculous. Yep. Right. Uh absolutely yep. ridiculous. Let me tell you something. We talked earlier about how the Thunder really want Miami to end up in the play-in tournament. Uh, that way there's a chance that they get bumped out of the, the playoffs and end up in the lottery. Yep. Put put Miami up against Washington. That's no a, that's joke. must-watch must television. Yeah, I think, I think both, television. both the Wizards and the Warriors are going to be so much fun in that play-in tournament, without a doubt. I'm very excited for that. Yep. 
Um, According Russ to LeBron is, James, the person that came up with that is is an idiot. So <laughs> I know, I know. Um, one more thing in the chat: Russ's Tulsa Burning documentary um, premieres on the History Channel May thirtieth, the eve of the hundredth anniversary. There will be an early screening Circle Cinema in Tulsa on Saturday, May twenty second. It's a very, 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 very good film. Um, highly recommend whenever they start doing those public screenings, you should definitely check it out, especially if you're from the state of Oklahoma or even in general, just because the message and, and kind of the, the backstory there is, is very fascinating. And then Jeremiah, last question or last statement. He says, Ty is a pretty good piece for a contender. Um, I would tend to agree, although I think if he was on a contender, his role would be a lot more limited. Um, it's, it's hard to say. I think he could contribute, but there's a lot of veteran three point shooters out there that I think teams or veteran playmakers as well that I think teams would rather have. But I think on the Thunder, uh, perfect fit. He can develop quicker than if he was on a contender. And I don't think Presti has any plans to move him to a contender between now and, um, contract negotiations. With that, um, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Again, Oklahoma City falls to the Sacramento Kings 103-99 in a game that got way too close at the end with Oklahoma City winning the fourth quarter 30-22. to um, Got back in it there late, but the Kings pull it off and the Thunder live another day to tank for Cade. Um, Jacob, what's the, other, what's the other hashtags you got out there? Fade for Cade. Oh. Fade for Cade, suck for Suggs. Um, what was it? Uh, bean for green or something like that. I can't remember. We've come up with a lot of ridiculous ones. Miss for Mobley. Um, miserable for Mobley. Uh, there's a I'll, lot. I'll I'll pay. Hey, I'll as pay long for as your Bobo's chicken if you can figure out a. Hey, trying to get a Kaminga one is like nearly impossible. But if you're tempting me with some Bobo's, Nick, goddamn it, I'll make it happen. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Um, again, Oklahoma City's next game will be actually back-to-back against the Warriors. It's not a, a true back-to-back. It's May 6th and then May 8th. Um, that'll be Thursday and Saturday. It's got a string of four straight 9 p.m. Central games, so you guys better be ready to stay up late here on the post-game pod. Luckily, I am not in charge of those games, so I'll let Jacob and the, and the rest of the crew stay up late while I'm getting a, a good night's sleep. But until we talk to you guys again, uh, have a good rest of your week. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters, the more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from RootMetric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.